0: And welcome to BiblioChat. I'm your host, Flora Hilbert. On this episode, I would like to discuss the British East India Company's partnership with the monarchy. In 1600, Queen Elizabeth I granted a monopoly to the East India Company, giving them the sole right to trade in the East Indies therefore prohibiting any competition among another British company. And in exchange, the British government expands their influence through the company. Territorial acquisitions made by the British East India Company are directly associated with the British government. And given the intense competitive environment, it was only through this type of partnership a colonial enterprise could succeed. So, I'd like to go into further detail about the competitive environment of colonial enterprise, which explains why a partnership between the government and private enterprise is the only way in which a company could succeed. And I would like to bring the conversation back to modern capitalism. You know, the rise and fall of businesses in the 21st century reflects the colonial marketplace, where Blockbuster was a dominant company in the video rental industry. And Netflix's small startup utilizing the internet took on Blockbuster and eventually grew into a more successful company. It took, for Netflix, it took a high level of determination, but also a more effective strategy that over the years allowed them to cement themselves as the dominant streaming platform and eventually leading to the demise of Blockbuster. And this kind of cycle of business is useful for analyzing colonization from the fifteen hundreds up until about the twentieth century, when England and the British East India Company was the dominant company in the colonial industry. So the three main competitors in the that we'll focus on in this episode be the Portuguese, the Dutch, and the English. The first Western European nation to really establish a stronghold in the lucrative East Indies trade was Portugal. Casa de India was a government organization founded in 1500, that had an exclusive monopoly to trade in the East Indies. And they were really the first European nation to establish a strong presence in the East Indies, trading nutmeg and all the other very lucrative resources in the region. And then by 1600, the Dutch East India Company emerges. And they held several skirmishes with the Portuguese Company, battling for territories, and eventually the Dutch replace the Portuguese as the dominant colonial power in the east indies and then by the middle of the 17th century there's the anglo-dutch wars in the 1630s the british east india company was battling the dutch east india company and eventually the british replaced the dutch as the dominant colonial force and what i'd like to highlight here is how is how these companies operate very similarly to modern companies in terms of establishing market share communication and strategy in order to replace the dominant company just like with netflix and blockbuster but a factor these colonial companies had to consider which modern companies do not today is the military imperial element and this is what we'll go into in more detail on the next episode is anal taking a closer look at organizing armies and and having an effective military strategy I think historically, the British are very famous for their strong naval history and having the most dominant navy at the height of their empire. And I think the dominance of their navy comes from the pressure of this colonial environment. So next episode, we'll look at more specific examples of this violent competitive atmosphere. Thank you for listening.